Hello and welcome to another episode of Balance. I'm Daniel and I'm here with Katie and this is another special episode live from our bedroom. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Probably like all of you, we are in the house keeping ourselves uh, somewhat occupied. We've got the kids at home and I hope you guys are all doing and feeling well while we're kind of all dealing with this coronavirus stuff. It is, yeah. We're at the, if we listen to people that are out there, we are still on the the left side of the curve that everybody's trying to flatten, as they say. Um, but it does appear if you're in Ontario, if you're in Canada, lots of steps are being taken. I'm feeling pretty comfortable with the way things are going. Obviously, uh, it's a very serious issue and there's things going on everywhere that give us reason to be concerned um us with four kids with older parents uh we want to be conscious of what's going on around us but it's really important also that the world doesn't come to a stop and our lives don't come to a stop and a lot of what we are going to chat about today is some of the ways to ensure that we do keep on keeping on and make the best of a crappy situation Mm-hmm. and uh, talk through some strategies and some things that we're doing to uh, hopefully help you in making sure that the wheels are still turning on your life and your business and your family. Yeah, I think for for us, the last, since Friday, like I can I can think back to Friday, we had the kids set up in March break camp for this coming week and hearing that that was closed. I feel like the last few days has been a lot of processing uh, for us, uh, we haven't been feeling all that well for different reasons. We don't have the coronavirus, but there's just been like, I feel like, and I feel like this is like kind of pulled us down with our energy levels. I don't know about you, but I feel like that's been the case. Yeah, this, well, definitely speaking for us, it's been, it's been rough physically and it probably has been brought on by some degree of emotional stress or just, yeah. Um, external forces just bringing us in. But at the end of the day, I mean, being home 24-7 with four kids who are now stir crazy and mm-hmm. we're also looking forward to a March break camp and March break, even though in a lot of ways this is March break. Yeah. You know, like things really aren't... It was only last minute that we even decided to put them in anything at all. Yeah. Well, and I also think that as parents or, you know, if you have... If you're a leader of a team, um, there there's a lot of pressure on you, even if you don't feel it, to try to keep a positive attitude and make it seem as though everything's okay when you're really unsure about what's going on Mm -hmm. around you. I think for me, the the toughest part is just not knowing. Like I know there's, they say school's going to be out for two weeks after March break, but really is that the case? And I think it's that unknown that gets to me. Well, and and when you couple that with Anytime there's an unknown about anything, yeah, lots of people everywhere like to fill in the blanks with their own almost definitive reality that they think is happening. Right. And, you know, it's the broken telephone effect, even if it mm-hmm. starts with the truth that is no one really knows, but there's only the best guesses. Mm-hmm. And then you pass that through a lot of people talking to people. And then the next thing you know, you hear school's not going to be back on until 2023. Oh God! And uh, <laughs> hopefully that's not. Yeah, the case. that that don't spread that. No. Whoever's hearing that, that's an example of a really extreme, not 
the case kind of a thing. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's nerve wracking as much as you might be a believer or not of the severity of what's going on. The reality is today our province declared a state of emergency. You know, lots of countries and states and provinces are doing the same. And Mm -hmm. so this is a real thing, whether or not it's directly impacting your health, it is going to impact your life. Yeah. as do lots of things. And so this uh, gives us a good opportunity to really, in a lot of ways, regroup. Yeah, I feel like today was like the first day that I feel a little bit of normalcy. Like I've been, I'm typically waking up at five in the morning and working out and, you know, we both have a schedule, but mm-hmm. the last few days it's been waking up at eight, eight thirty, you know, rolling out of bed, going downstairs. Like my back was completely out the last few days. Yeah. And I honestly feel like that's all from stress. Um, it's funny too, because my, my routine has changed as you know, like mm-hmm. I'm not waking up at five, but I've been waking up before six yeah. recently. And now when I wake up, like my body clock was almost adjusting. So I've woken up the last couple of days around six. Mm-hmm. And when I see you still in bed, I'm like, mm-hmm. awesome. Back mm-hmm. to bed. You know, like it's almost, it's not your fault, but I'm going to blame you. <laughs> but I, no, I mean, but you couple that with like, I, I go to the gym and now yeah. the gym's closed. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of reasons for me to be able to say, change oh, up the routine. Sure. Yeah, definitely. And I think there's a lot of jokes kind of going around um, about how after this, you know, period of self isolation, people are going to come out a lot more unhealthy because they're at home mm-hmm. eating and not working out and not sticking to their routines. So. Um, yeah, I think it's a reality that most of us are facing and most of us are tempted. I ate like two, you know, those like juju packets that the kids have for lunches. I like cracked into two of those last night. We have those? Yeah. I just like chowed down. (laughs) It's just, but like, you know, like your body, like, you know, it, I don't know what the, the biology of it all is, but like, you know, you've got these stress hormones and like, you've got, you know, you're, you're tempted by things that you're normally know to stay away from. And I know jujubes aren't going to kill me, but like, it's just stuff that I'm not normally doing. It's, it's when you're taken out of your, like we've spent the first, you know, even just the first 15 episodes of this podcast have mm-hmm. been spent around talking about planning yeah. and, you know, creating a, a schedule for yourself and all that. Yeah. And I'll be the first to say that the moment something like this happens, and in our case, even though we've talked about, and we have, we'll talk about some of the stuff we've done to create a plan and a schedule. But, you know, when you get taken off of the plan you had that much, sometimes you're just scrambling to go eat jujubes or whatever, you know, yeah. you get confused and... I've been the same. I mean, I've been binge eating and like at times where I'd normally be working, I'll find myself in front of a TV. And this is a lot of the same things people talk about when they're told to work from home yeah. and they're not used to that. And right. we talk to a lot of agents or a lot of people who they'd love to do it, but unless you're used to it and have that routine figured out, mm-hmm. it's real easy to be distracted, notwithstanding there's kids running around, like just with technology. And well, yeah. And as parents, I think you also feel guilty because you know there's, sure. you want to keep them occupied. You want to keep them active and going outside. And it's, it's, it's really tough to kind of figure out how to balance it all. So with that said, I think we're kind of, we've realized how we've been going the last week i would say almost what day is it today tuesday um, yeah it's tuesday tuesday it's podcast tuesday yes i should have known um but 
you know, I, I think we're now like kind of seeing the light of what we need to do in order to move forward in a way that is healthy and will be productive. We don't so, have sound effects yet in our yeah. budget, so that's seeing the light. So the first thing for me is I woke up at six in the morning this morning and I worked out and I can't tell you how much better I feel versus working out. I mean, sorry, versus getting up at eight or eight thirty mm-hmm. because it's just that's what I needed. My body needed it and I feel a lot better. I did not wake up at 6 a.m. this morning and work out. <laughs> no, but I'm but, taking a page out of that book. No, you're right yeah. though. It's it's getting back into a routine. And yeah. you know, it might be adjusted for, for what's going on in your life currently, but if you can create some sort of routine for yourself where you're at least getting some exercise every day. Um, you know, I've all I've like for me, I've always worked out from home. Mm-hmm. So this isn't something that I have to adjust to. I just right. do the same thing. But for a lot of people like you, where the gym is shut down, like it, it, it is an adjustment. Yeah. And my goal is going to be, I mean, I've been trying to do alternative things because in reality, since working out started for me more, there are these tick boxes you've got and everyone has them in their life that kind of make you end the day and feel like you accomplished something and it wasn't a a lost day, mm-hmm. right? Working out is one of those things, not for everybody, but you know, mm-hmm. I think being active for anybody, especially in this situation, Definitely. you need to do that. Yeah. And get, even getting outside, like we've worked, we've tried really hard the last couple of days to get out with the kids, um, at least yeah. once a day for like an hour, go to the park, just get out, get some fresh air. And it makes us all feel a lot better just about the day and outside i can tell you from experience is empty right now so don't worry about social distancing yeah there's nobody anywhere so you can go for a run you could play basketball you can go to the park yeah whatever it is but move around Mm -hmm. because if you're confined to your house you know i guess unless you're actually quarantined yeah you know you can still be like katie's working out in the house you can still be active yeah but be active. Don't exactly. be a don't be a lump for the next who knows how long because yeah. you can very easily it's easier to slip into that mm-hmm. funk and routine than to maintain the routine that you had beforehand. Yeah. I think, at least for me it is. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, so there's that um and then just setting out a schedule for your day and it doesn't have to be like a 9 to 5 every minute of your your out your day is planned out. It's what are one or two things I want to accomplish for my business in the day? And very specific, achievable things that you can do. It's not revamp my entire expense structure. It is getting back to a client. And in real estate, I think for a lot of us, it's following up with our clients. If you have, you know, a lot, a lot of us have past clients that you know, whether they're elderly or not, just check in with them, see how they're doing, ask them if they have any questions about how this is impacting their, their home's value. There's a lot of questions Mm -hmm. out there. So, and, and not only that, but it's about having those personal connections when you're isolating yourself from the world, you know, it's a phone call, it's, it's a text message or whatever it is. All of those little things really help people feel better connected. Yeah. And we live in a world now where Mm -hmm. this is all real easy to do. You know, like our internet isn't missing, our phones aren't off. Right. There's video calls. Like there's so much available to us that for yourself even, Mm -hmm. you know, and I know how 
lonely it can be yeah. if you're just sitting there. You want to talk to people. So, you know, don't just leverage it by talking to family, which mm-hmm. obviously do that too and all that, but use that as an opportunity to keep doing what you do in your business. Mm-hmm. In real estate especially, a lot of us don't work out of the office on a day-to-day basis anyway. You don't need to drive to clients' houses or anything, but have these real conversations for sure and get questions asked of you because you now have time to answer them and maybe to do more research or all the things you said, I don't have time for this. This is the time where all excuses are out the window. Yeah. I think. And I mean, we, we had a talk with our team uh, right before this all happened last week. And ultimately this is, glass half full this is a great situation for people who procrastinate or for people who have things on their to-do list that they haven't gotten around to because sometimes maybe being self-isolated is a gift-wrapped reason to get all that stuff done with no distractions Mm -hmm. exactly yeah and um if if you if you are a realtor and you're working on your own, you don't have a team or a partner or anything like that, reach out to somebody that you you know seem to have a good connection with and get an accountability partner. Check in with each other every day, see how you're doing, um, communicate the systems that maybe you want to start working on and getting into place. So once everybody's out of isolation, you can get you know you can just start flying with your business. But um, just having those check-ins every day, however it is, like with us, obviously we're we're lucky in the sense that we both work on the same business. So we're able to chat about it all the time. But honestly, even that, like the last few days has been tough because we haven't been feeling great. You know, the kids are, are kind of going stir crazy and we haven't had a chance to do that. So if you can set some time aside to do that with somebody, um, that'll make a big difference, I think. Yeah, and, and you were talking earlier before the podcast about the way your day is laid out mm-hmm. and the way, you know, your schedule shouldn't change mm-hmm. from what you're used to, right? If you start doing all that stuff at noon, yeah, it's going to be tough. You know? It will, but you also have to be realistic. If you've got kids at home, you're not going to be able to bang out a full work well, day. I, I'm saying more from the perspective of don't, roll out of bed at 10 because your kids don't roll out of bed until 10. Yeah. I mean, take advantage of the fact that you don't have to be waking them up because our kids, you know, they're not really going until eight, nine o'clock. The older two, you know, they might come down and watch a bit of TV, but then they can make their own breakfast. So, (laughs) you know, even if we're, you know, we're working out and, you know, maybe I can get a few emails off before the day really starts with the, with the younger two, because they're up a little bit later, which helps. But however, however it works for you and your, and your schedule, I think you just have to be realistic about it, set actionable goals each day, and you'll feel a lot better at the end of the day that you accomplished. And evaluate how you're doing along the way too. Mm-hmm. So if you've set actionable goals for the day, for the week, forever, forever, for whatever, <laughs> um, see how you're doing. If you feel that you might have the capacity to do more, like it's fine and you'll feel accomplished if you accomplish what you've set out to do. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with still being a go-getter and still trying to, you know, outpace the competition or whatever when you're when you're off, right? Like this is mm-hmm. still life goes on, business goes on, and one day the lights are going to be turned back on everywhere and everyone's going to go back to work. Wouldn't it be great if you've spent all that time 
keeping everything rolling and you just yeah. it's like not even hitting the ground running because you never really left the like, ground yeah exactly so keep doing that um and engage all the people around you to to keep that going as much as you can and that's in any industry but especially for real estate i mean people are still selling houses the rules have or the or the approach people are taking is going to change so whatever industry you're in be aware of the impact it may have in different areas evaluate all the different things you do in mm-hmm. your business or over the course of a day and get ahead of it you know think of proactive solutions or approaches that you can take mm-hmm. and you know be the innovator and be the person who actually starts to come up with answers instead of just reiterating the challenges yeah yeah right cuz again it's not the end of the world no. right no, and I mean that that goes to the next point I wanted to make in just in terms of minimizing your exposure to social media and the news um, on a daily basis. I know, like, trust me, I've done it the last few days. Like, all I'm doing, like, every few minutes is because, like, I'm part of a lot of, you know, I, I'm I'm a lot a lot of communities within real estate. There's a lot of great groups out there, but all we're talking about that now is COVID-19, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. But if you're consuming yourself with that every single minute of the day, it just becomes so overwhelming. And I like, I just had to stop. You don't know what to believe and you shouldn't have to think about like everybody that you listen to in a credible position. And that's no disrespect to people who are you know, sharing news because there's lots of people who are credible. But the common yeah. thing that I've heard at least has been stay informed. Yeah. But also shut it off, which sounds yeah. a little bit, you know, counter or it sounds like the opposite of one another. But, you know, learn what you need to learn from the professionals. Yeah. And then that's it. You don't need yeah, any well, more. And you don't need to like we we turned on the TV last night and we saw like literally it was like a map of the entire world and all of the cases and how many deaths and like all of these. We're, we're planning a trip to the Congo. Oh, but like, yeah, it's true. But I mean, honestly, like you could sit there like, you know, I could watch CNN all day and just be immersed in, you know, that whole world of the U.S. is like falling apart. Or you could go to Fox and you could see how Trump's the smartest man that's in the world. That's true. But, it's just, but that, that's the thing. It's just, there's just so many news outlets and so that's all they're talking about. Yeah, just listen to the pros. You know, there's, there's lots of reasons to be pessimistic, but there's just as many reasons to be optimistic. Yeah. And at the end of the day, what's happening is happening. People are making decisions around us that, you know, govern a lot of what we do, but mm-hmm. you still control how you deal with it. And so, you know, be aware, don't be ignorant to the world around you and don't be like a virus denier or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But don't don't make it a, a new reason to distract yourself from getting things done and from spending time with your family and all that. Mm-hmm. Like this is just... Again, it's such an opportunity, not just to get things done that you might have not been able to do or have neglected at work, but yeah, we're home with four kids now for the foreseeable future, but that's the kind of thing a lot of people wish they had. I mean, we've got the benefit of being home a lot because you know we run our own business, but that keeps us away a lot too. Yeah. And now we're here and you know, when recording this is done, we've got activities planned for them and that's how we've tried to schedule our day out where... Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like today is an example of, okay, this is what we want to accomplish. We want to do a podcast. 
I want to work out and I want to take them to, we took them to the dollar store for a little bit to get a few activities to keep them busy. And that was like, honestly, the plan for the day. And I know it doesn't, it sounds very little, but at the end of the night when I'm going to bed, I'll be like, okay, I got it done. done." Um, And then tomorrow, like I'll think about other, like not even tomorrow, it's like tonight, yeah. Start thinking about, okay, what are the couple things that we want to get done tomorrow so we feel like we've made headway on other things? Well, and, and a nice thing we did early on was it wasn't, I mean, there's a whole vacation style schedule, like the activity planner type thing we did, which we're not going to stick to. But what was nice about that was right at the beginning, mm-hmm. we threw out there all the ideas for things that we could do. people might want to do that might be doable. And in our case, you know, all the meals was yeah, a nice thing, you know, great. we got a list yeah. of 15, 16 meals that now it's kind of like, it's like spin the wheel and what are we going to have today and just make yeah. sure and that we're prepared the for it too, and involve so the kids. Yeah. They, they're, yeah, taking ownership over that. So that's really it. It's, it's getting ahead of things. It's being aware of what you want to get done. And you know what, if you need to tweak it as you go, I mean, it does appear, unfortunately, or fortunately, that we've got some time to figure it out. You know, you don't have to get it bang on and end every day saying, wow, I hit it out of the park. But you also don't want to end a day saying, where did that day go? What a waste of my time. And I feel completely deflated. Well, that's the thing. Like you, you approach, you go into, I think, every day with the right intentions, but Mm -hmm. How often do you leave the day <laughs> realize like being happy and and knowing that you kept to those intentions like most of the time like it's just so easy to get pulled away from your direction yeah and like honestly, I feel like especially these last this last week, I feel like I've just been so disappointed in how i've I've handled it and it's normal like it's, it's i'm not a, I'm not trying to be down on myself but I think it's just yeah it is but I think it's just being realistic and just self-reflecting like you've got to know that these are the things that will distract you and keep yourself away from those things so you can actually do something productive with your day and surround yourself with positive people and Mm -hmm. and you know tell yourself positive things like it's not an easy situation but it's a lot harder when you're kind of wallowing in your own misery yeah. and self-pity and whatever, right? I mean, we we started like early on at the beginning of the year, one of our episodes, we talked about our word for the year, mm-hmm. right? And yours was focus, mine was deliberate. Things like this test all of those yeah. sorts of words, Definitely. right? But, you know, it tests in a good way. It's mm-hmm. just life changes and shit happens in real time that you can't possibly be prepared for. This is a, yeah, you know, this is like a century defining event potentially. This is the kind yeah. of thing that's like a once in a lifetime. How did that happen? How did people deal with it? And how did you come out of it kind yeah. of a situation? Well, and think about how you want to come out of it. Do you want to come out mm-hmm. stronger? Like you have the knowledge, you've learned new things, you've taken advantage of the time, or do you want to come out unhealthy and depressed and yes no (laughs) depressed and miserable and unhealthy and i want to put on 30 pounds no yeah no it's it's despite the fact that the answers to those questions are probably the same for everybody yeah well how do you get there is the question right and and if you are constantly keeping an eye on how you get there and planning it out it does become your new routine Mm -hmm. and let's be real this could be a two-week thing yeah 
if you want to believe the hype or, or, you know, go glass less than half full, this could be months, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're not going to get in a routine now, all you're doing is going farther down the rabbit hole and getting really screwed. Yeah. And I love the quote that says common sense is not necessarily common practice. That's true. It's so true, especially in this. Like common sense for most people, everybody wants to do the right thing, wants to grow their business, wants to keep going. Mm-hmm. But do you actually do that? Yeah. The number of people we've talked to before this who talk about they know what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Everyone well, even says, us. Like that's the We thing. know we're like, supposed yeah. to be. And, and it's, it's, e- it's so much easier to just do what's easy and yeah. what comes naturally and all that. But when you put all these things in place, naturally is the right thing. Yeah. You are able to start following routines and doing things that make sense. Yeah. So get on that, yeah. people. We're going to get on that. I mean, it has been a, a not the best last week. Mm-hmm. You know, I still feel like we're accomplishing things because at least we have set out a couple things we want to get done. Yeah. And that's in a lot of ways gotten us through, a, you know, an icky little bit. But... But it's been a good learning experience. Yeah. Like I think I, I think we needed to go through these last this last week feeling like we have um, in order to realize that we've gotta pick ourselves up and start really being smart about how we're structuring our days. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy with what's been accomplished. Like I'm not feeling down on what we've been able to do. No. I feel like it's just been a, a, a tough go physically and emotionally. Yeah. But, well, but I mean, we yeah. we redid two of our girls' rooms in well, the last yeah. three well, days. Well, that's the you know? thing, too, like, is don't be, and I, I'm preaching to the choir here, but don't be so hard on yourself. Like, mm-hmm. because you got to forgive yourself. You're going to have days, especially when you're in these situations where you're, you know, staying home most days, you're going to have days where you're not going to feel a hundred percent and that's okay. You can watch Netflix for a couple hours. Like you're not going to be a big failure if that happens. So give yourself that grace. Right, right on. Yes. Anyway, so so yeah, we could, we could go on forever yeah. because you know we're not going anywhere. <laughs> but <laughs> we could uh, do like a marathon. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll do like a midweek episode. You yeah. know, but uh, we've got we've got our goals set up for the next little bit. We're going to be uh, engaging our team a lot more and uh, mm-hmm. and making sure that we can try to hold them to account as well. But uh, it's up to all of you, and it's up to all of us to just. Take this for what it is, make the most of it, have a plan, and uh, you'll feel a lot better about it when we come out the other end. Yep. When I say come out the other end, it paints the (laughs) wrong picture. Yeah, no no one's going to come out the other end when we are exiting on the other side of all this. (laughs) The other side, the end, you know what I'm thinking. Yeah. It is what it is. Anyway, (laughs) that's behind. We don't censor these things, so enjoy that. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we will uh, be back soon. And as always, keep asking us questions. If uh, there is stuff you want us to talk about, even midweek, maybe we'll do something else. Just let us know. But uh, this is our our first audio-only podcast. So I'm wearing a Team Katie shirt. So if you're voting in the RICO elections, you've got, what is it, less than a week? Yeah, six days. Six days to go. So if you're a realtor in the southern Ontario area, region region one. one... Vote Katie Steinfeld. Right on. All right. Have a good day, guys.